Welcome and thanks for joining Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan. Let's pray. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. He replied to him, Friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbitrator? Then he said to the crowd, Take care to guard against all greed. For though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. Then he told them a parable. There was a rich man whose land produced a bountiful harvest. He asked himself, what shall I do? For I do not have space to store my harvest. And he said, this is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build larger ones. There I shall store all my grain and other goods, and I shall say to myself, Now as for you, you have so many good things stored up for many years. Rest, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this night your life will be demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? Thus will it be for all who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In 2013, when Anne and I moved back to Canada from the Philippines, we had nothing, literally nothing. Our bank accounts were empty. We had no, no vehicles. We had no house. It took us a while to rebuild, but at the start, we couldn't even afford to rent an apartment. And so we ended up living in this dilapidated trailer located about a mile off the road in a stand of spruce trees. Despite the isolation, we weren't alone. Our garbage was often stolen by a black bear. Anna would have to wait to leave while a moose licked the salt off of the tires of our borrowed vehicle. And we had a weasel that would sneak into our house at night and spend hours playing with our cat. The ceiling was caving in in places, though. There were holes in the floor. It was infested by insects, and the furnace leaked carbon monoxide. My friends struggling to provide for my family, I felt emasculated. I had left a lucrative job in public safety so that we could move halfway around the world to take, take care of Anna's ailing parents, something we felt very called to do, and yet here I was two years later, back at square one, 
My role as the spiritual head of our household meant I was to provide for my family, and yet here I was struggling to put the proverbial roof over our head. There were many times where I was depressed and ashamed, and I'll admit maybe even a little bit mad at God, and yet Despite my loss of focus, again and again, my wife would remind me that wherever we are and no matter what type of roof we have over our head, when we are together, it is a home. I felt it many times like a failure. And yet, not once did I ever see that self-imposed judgment of myself in the eyes of my daughter. All I found there was love and trust and gratitude for the things that I provided her, whether they be material or immaterial. Despite being only four years of age at the time, she was more wise than I. She hadn't read the scriptures that we heard today, and yet she instinctively understood that material possessions cannot satisfy the deepest longings of our heart. Only God can. In our first readings, we hear a seemingly pessimistic denunciation, all things are vanity. Our understanding of the word vanity, though, can lead us off course here a bit. The Hebrew word we translate as vanity is closer to wind or vapor, an illusion or something impermanent. For Koalith, knowledge, pleasure, wisdom, human striving, ambition, riches, all are transient. And he isn't a pessimist. He simply realizes that happiness can only be found in material things if we use them according to God's will. What is our God's will? In our gospel today, Jesus is very clear. Take, guard, take care to guard against all greed, for though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. And in his parable, he chastises those who store up treasure for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. We see a direct contrast between possessions of material things and that which matters to God. Now, this is not to be interpreted as some blanket condemnation for possessing material things. I know talking about Jesus' view on money will make some folks sweat more than this church is making us sweat this summer. (laughs) And I'm not preaching to you from some place of moral superiority. I confess on Friday, Anne and I were the two Canadians holding up the line while we tried to figure out how to buy our Mega Millions lottery ticket. I'm sorry if any of you were in the line behind us. While God calls some to a radical renunciation of personal possessions, not all are called to live out material poverty. But it's important for us to understand what Catholic social teaching describes as the universal destination of goods. Everything God created is for the entire human race. 
And so we should regard the external things we possess not only as our own, not only for our own benefit, but also for others, for the common good. St. Ambrose challenges us and goes so far as to say, you're not making a gift of what is yours to the poor man, but you are giving him back what is his. We must be cautious with our possessions. Our approach to material things should be as stewards, not simply as possessors. We must challenge ourselves such that when we have finished our lively discussions on communism, socialism, and capitalism, that we will simply place our possessions within the context of the transience of our pilgrimage here on earth and ask ourselves the question, how does what I possess help me and more importantly others get to heaven? Now, the second part of Jesus' contrast is the riches that matter to God. Things like charity and generosity, kindness, patience, compassion, those spiritual and corporal works of mercy. My friends, it really and truly is about love. Aristides of Athens wrote, Christians love one another. They do not overlook the widow, and they save the orphan. The one who has ministers ungrudgingly to the one who does not have. When they see a stranger, they take him under their own roof and rejoice over him as a true brother. For they do not call themselves brothers according to the flesh, but according to the soul. Look around you today, my friends. Find a face here today that belongs to a person that you do not know and ask yourself whether you truly love them completely, deeply, sacrificially. That is what matters to God. Each and every one of you and the love that we ought to share amongst ourselves, a love rooted in Jesus Christ and nourished by the Eucharist, That is a wealth beyond our understanding. That is the wealth that truly matters to God. I want to conclude with the words that our Lord, our God, spoke to St. Catherine of Siena. I ask you to love me with the same love with which I love you. But for me, you cannot do this, for I love you without being loved. Whatever love you have for me, you owe me. So you love me not gratuitously, but out of duty. While I love you not out of duty, but gratuitously. So you cannot give me the kind of love I ask of you. This is why I have put you among your neighbors so that you can do for them what you cannot do for me. That is, love them without any concern for thanks and without looking for any profit for yourself. And whatever you do for them, I will consider done for me. My beloved friends, when I lived in the shack in the woods with my family, I had no treasure 
But thankfully, I was surrounded by people who loved me enough to challenge my priorities and to refocus my attention on what really matters. Fast forward to today, I still have no treasure. And yet, surrounded by all of you, this faith family, I was and continue to be a very rich man. Please pray for me, just as I pray for each and every one of you every day. Thanks once again for taking the time to join Deacon Ryan the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray, and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan.